and thanks for listening to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey, and our guest is Dr. Scott Stewart. Hey, Scott. Hi. I know you're really busy this time of year, and sure, you're getting lots of calls, so we'll get right to it. What's your Call of the Week? Well, the Call of the Week has been thrips control, and that'll probably continue until next week, but I'm also going to start getting calls about plant bugs, so I I really want to talk about both. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have cotton that's anywhere from just starting to square to just coming out of the ground or just just planted and and right now our thrips populations are peaking so a lot of our early cotton is out of the woods from thrips injury but a number of people have called me talking about the high number of thrips and some of the thrips injury they're seeing on this later cotton which is kind of what I'm seeing in my plots as well it's been a surprising jump in the last week or so and yeah, I'm mean, just encouraging people to get out there and, and scout and, and make treatments. The seed treatments have been performing pretty well, but we all know they have limitations. And really what I want to encourage people to do is, is probably consider making a foliar application to this smaller cotton at the one to two leaf stage. And I would especially encourage that if they're already going across the field with the herbicide application because it's relatively low cost when you're doing that and I think the conditions warrant it mm-hmm. even even though it is pretty good growing conditions. Sure. Yeah. Is there a particular product you recommend? Well most people are going to use acephate or or bidrin and that's primarily economics driven. They perform pretty well. They take a little relief off the plant. My my favorite product is a product called Intrepid Edge or Radiant. It works better but it's considerably more expensive <laughs> so there's a trade off there. Okay. All right. Well, um, also you said you, uh, that plant bugs, you want to talk about those kind of looking ahead. Yeah, and not very far ahead because I've, I will start getting calls very quickly. And one of the first things I want to say is on this earliest cotton, you really need to be alert for plant bugs because very often what happens is once it starts squaring and it's the only game in town, the plant bugs will funnel into it. Mm-hmm. And you'll get very high populations in those first fields that start squaring. Once a bunch of other fields start squaring, the populations kind of spread out. But you, you do have to be alert on that that first cotton that comes into square, which is occurring right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, How do you scout for, for plant bugs? Are, are we sweeping, uh, or is there some other method? Or Yeah, and our primary method for scouting plant bugs prior to bloom is using a sweep net. Uh, 25 sweeps at a time in several locations in the field and you're targeting adults because you're dealing with adults primarily in that time window and and the sweep net is much better at that and so I want to encourage people to do that. Our thresholds change a little bit the first couple of weeks of squaring we're being a little bit more aggressive and our threshold is eight tarnished plant bugs per hundred sweeps Mm -hmm. so you have to do the math if you're doing 200 sweeps or you're only doing 75 but uh, then it increases once you get into the third week of squaring to 15 tarnished plant bugs per 100 sweeps. Now, having said all that, you have to use your judgment a little bit because the other way we really encourage you to monitor plant bug injury is by looking at square retention. And we're trying to maintain a minimum of 80% or higher square retention all the way up to first bloom. And if your square retention gets low, close to 80, below 80, you need to reduce those thresholds to increase your square set. Gotcha. All right, what else do producers need to be aware of as far as insect issues in cotton? Well, the primary one is is tarnished plant bug this time of year. And, and the other thing I'll tell you is, almost without exception, if you're seeing square loss, it's probably tarnished plant bug. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, the fruit just doesn't fall off the plant for no reason, and it's very often insect injury. And so the next obvious question is, what do I do about it? Mm-hmm. 
And I would encourage you to follow our thresholds, first of all, and make those insecticide applications timely. And, and that's really critical, by the way, especially that first two weeks of squaring, because you don't have that many squares in the field. So if you have a lot of plant bugs, they can take a lot off the plant percentage-wise in, in a hurry. And then insecticide selection's a little bit challenging, uh, but important. In what way is it challenging? I, I called it challenging. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't uh. think we have a whole lot of choices, uh, particularly during that first two, three weeks of squaring. I'm still pretty comfortable with the neonics like imidacloprid or, or centric. If I'm going to use imidacloprid, I'm going to use it at the full label rate, which does change depending on the product you're using and the, and the concentration. They seem to do pretty well at maintaining square retention, even if they're not really reducing adult populations that much. And you do have to keep in mind they'll migrate back into the field. Once we get closer to squaring, I, I get a little bit nervous about those products because they're not very good at controlling any immatures that might be showing up. And that's when we're going to start talking about mixing in things like a diamond or maybe using a product like Transform uh, to control both adults and nymphs with, with confidence. And so I'll blog about a lot of this stuff on our news blog and you can keep up with it. But like I said, I'm still fairly comfortable using the, the imidacloprids and the centrics for the first couple of weeks. Uh, my testing last year indicated they're still providing decent protection of the plant. Okay, good deal. Anything else on your mind for this week? No, no. I'm ready to get out the door and get to work. You're on your second or third Diet Mountain Dew this morning, so you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Scott, for being here. I know you're busy, and we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Right. And thank you all for listening out there. This is Call of the Week. We'll talk next week.